What's good? What's going on, everybody? You already know who this is. It's your favorite soulful child. Yeah, yeah. Shark come back at you once again here at the PEG Podcast. That's positive energy generation because we that for life. We're choosing the positivity through all the negative that's going on in the world. Y'all already know, yeah, man, life be lifing, man. So you know there's some negativity. And if you don't believe me, two negatives equal to a positive. So it's going to happen. Oh, I just had to go ahead and put that out there. Anyway, so, yeah, we're going to talk about some things that happened in the previous episode. And then we're going to talk about some things that's going on in this next upcoming episode. You don't want to miss anything. So before we move any further, go ahead, press that follow button. If you haven't already, if you're new, press that follow button. If you're just being creepy, press that follow button. If you've been a stalker, go ahead, press that uh, follow button, man. Share it with a friend. You never know who this may change, okay? Or who life may inspire. So share it with a friend. Just one. All right. So in the previous episode, season five, episode 12, I want you guys to know, if you not know, go ahead and explain to y'all. Season five is dedicated to the ones who have been infected by the incarceration system. The ones who also have been infected by the judicial system. So this is to you guys and their families has been through it as well. So we're going to have speakers and guests that come on. But like I said, it's dedicated to you guys. Um, cause it's not an easy process for family members or the ones that's been, um, that's been to prison or been to jail It's not something that's easy. So we dedicate this season to you guys. So in episode 12, we met my girl, Danny Washington. Yeah, it, it was a vibe. I'm not going to lie. So y'all need to go check it out. Danny is an inspiring force behind the I Am Love Empowerment Program, y'all, in the heart of Texas. With the background on early childhood education and a passion of fostering empowerment, Man, Danny is on this beautiful journey, y'all. She's on a journey that is very beautiful because it is a journey that centers around symphony of nurturing talents. Nurturing talents. Listen to what I'm saying. Nurturing talents and innovative solutions. From humble beginnings in Kansas to embracing kinship foster care. Man, Danny's mission is super clear. And if you don't know what that is, let me tell you, man. It's to empower families from self-acceptance and positive information. Yeah, positive information, y'all. So through her transformative programs, Danny is on the go, okay? And the foster accountability app that she made, she turning her vision into the reality. And this reality is thriving families into a powerful reality. You feel me? So make sure you guys go check it out with her right now and join the journey of this empowerment um, festation, man. I'm telling you, festation, because, you know what I'm saying? She really she really in her bag with this one. So make sure you guys go check it out. And then go vibe a little bit with some tunes that I added to the podcast because you can't have, a, you know, this without... You know, open your mindset without some positive vibes to uplift your vibration. So go check them out right now um, in um, episode 12. That's what I got for you. All right. That's all I got. Sorry. That's all I got. All right. So let's talk about what happened in episode 13. Episode 13 is so amazing, man. And it it really going to put you in a different mindset. So I want you guys to prepare yourself for an inspiring and very episode. Season 5, episode 13. Look, join me. Join us as we explore topics ranging from healing, from parental incarceration with Nicole Osumer, to uplifting tunes like Garden by the one and only Camus, and In the Morning by my girl Ari Lennox, man. Yo, the one and only. Reflect on perseverance with when you feel like quitting, 
by you are the one and gain some insightful wisdom from a few words from my old man you heard me by option films man make sure you guys tune in right now together we got to get some laughter with teaching gen z we know how gen z is man so look <laughs> teaching gen z is wild man so go check it out get some laughter with my girl liz block for some insightful perspectives man she really made me laugh with that one that girl crazy man so go check out plus recharge with some positive meditation yeah go get you some positive meditation full of love and positive energy by great meditation last but not least uh, last but not least y'all don't miss out on the powerful tracks like time by sebastian michael lean out by imddb and free and forgotten by brian t man this is an engaging episode so you don't want to miss it i'm gonna see you there don't be square you hear me go check it out right now man we love you today i love you tomorrow hey yo that's all i gotta say with these good vibes that's happening go check it out that's episode 13 season 5 right now let's go let's go let's go let's go man y'all love this you know what i'm saying The year was 1994. Nelson Mandela had just won President of South Africa, and I had just won Vice President of Student Council in elementary. (laughs) You could say the year was off to an amazing start. However, instead of 1994 being stamped on my internal timeline as a year of celebration and joy, it's forever stamped with pain because it's the year my father went to prison. While I vaguely remember the details of the day, I remember exactly how I felt. I felt like I was a glass that hit the floor and shattered into a million tiny little pieces, and everyone around me quietly swept them up, hoping I wouldn't get cut. But what they didn't realize was, it was too late. I was already hemorrhaging pain. And no one gave me an out the next day. I had to get up and go to school and walk by teachers who looked at me with concern. And I remember sitting silently shackled in my chair for days and weeks to come, pretending as if nothing happened. When a parent goes to prison, the child is left behind to mourn the life that could have been. They fumble through a bunch of what ifs and maybes. And when you tell someone that your parent is in prison, their face contorts to an undeniable state of pity for you. Trust me, I've seen it. Some of you are making it right now. (laughs) I would imagine it's like sharing you have a parent that has passed away, but very different at the same time. When you share that your parent has died, people think about their own mortality and the mortality of their mom or dad. They send flowers and cards and bake bad casseroles, but ultimately, they show concern for those left behind. Making a prison announcement, that's a little different. You don't see that on Facebook. You generally don't see anything because the shame is too much to bear. Your parent did not die, but they are gone. And that fills you with a silent rage and pain you can't describe. So while the traditional relationship is dead, the physical bodies are still there and that makes it hard for children to process. I wish I could share with you that my story was unique 
but unfortunately, it's a classic American tale with the prison industrial complex at the center and for me, crack cocaine serving as the overture. The prison industrial complex describes the rapid and robust increase in incarceration rates in America. The rate at which we lock up individuals, particularly individuals of color, is alarming. A recent study found that there are 2.7 million minors living with a parent in prison today. Let's color that up. That's one in nine African-American children, one in 28 Hispanic children, and one in 57 white children. Those numbers caused me to gasp because often I felt like my sister and I were alone wearing the invisible orange jumpsuit and no one ever gave us permission to take it off. Every big accomplishment in my life felt overshadowed by my father's crimes. And on days when I'm feeling inadequate or like an imposter, the voices scream so loudly in my head, everyone knows you are a fraud. Everyone knows you are a fraud. And before big events, I find myself pacing back and forth in the bathroom with my palms sweating and my temperature rising, trying to remind myself that I am bigger than the statistics, but it feels like I'm stuck in a nightmare and I'm still that same 11-year-old girl and my emotions have not caught up with who I am today. When a parent goes to prison, it cuts deeply. And the old saying is, time heals all wounds. But let's be clear it still leaves a scar. I carried around shame and embarrassment for over a decade, and it took all of my 20s to somewhat begin the healing process. And recently, I realized others needed healing too. While the numbers I shared are alarming, another disturbing fact is the significant amount of growth from the 1980s to now. We have created two entire generations who need healing from prison, and they never served one day behind bars. Children of incarcerated parents have unique social and emotional needs, and unfortunately, they are an afterthought in our society. And they deserve more. I deserve more. We need to create a space that allows them to share their pain, grieve appropriately, and ultimately heal. It is my hope that you are inspired by my scars today to help heal the next generation before it's too late. Thank you. How could I 
sleep Knowing that you bloom now And your garden's full of love I don't know my way around it But I'm ready to know
or any other thing. Get control of your ego. Don't hide your delicate pride from the truth. Take ownership of everything in your world, the good and the bad. Take ownership of your mistakes, Take ownership of your shortfalls, take ownership of your problems, and then take ownership of the solutions that will get those problems solved. Take ownership of your mission. Take ownership of your job, of your team, of your future, and take ownership of your life. and lead. Lead. Lead yourself and your team and the people in your life. Lead them all to victory. You're never, ever, ever, ever going to feel like doing the things you need to do in order to have what you want. You're always going to need to push yourself. You're always going to need to parent yourself. So what is the net advice on this? What, what is the bottom line? The bottom line is no one's coming. No one. No one's coming to push you. No one's coming to tell you to turn the TV off. No one's coming to tell you to get out the door and exercise. Nobody's coming to tell you to apply for that job that you've always dreamt about. Nobody's coming to write the business plan for you. It's up to you. And because you're only ever gonna do the things that you feel like doing right now or that feel good right now, unless you understand that you've got to parent yourself, you've got to push yourself, you're not gonna make your dreams come true. You're just not. We're not wired that way. You weren't born that way, you weren't that way when you were growing up, and you're certainly not that way as an adult. And there's a tremendous amount of liberation that comes when you accept the fact that you're always going to need to give yourself a push.
One of the things I have realized, and many of us have, that if you want something out of life, if you want to change yourself, if you want to acquire something, if there's some goal that you want to reach, that is really not easy as some people will make us feel. That living your dream, changing your behaviors, overcoming negative habits, it's challenging. It's hard. That living alone is just very difficult. And once we begin to come to grips with the fact that living is difficult, life is very challenging. So how do we begin to nurture that hunger? What are the characteristics of the qualities of people that are hungry? What will it take for me to get some of the things that I want? Being hungry for those things. Number one, you've got to work on yourself. It's very important that you engage in an ongoing process to develop you. Spend more time on yourself than what you've been spending. It's very important you owe that to yourself. Many of us never realize our greatness because we become sidetracked by secondary activity. We spread ourselves too thin, don't know how to say no. And we find ourselves doing all kinds of things and never ever have time to do those things that we need to do to work on ourselves. And then there goes a second, there goes another second, there goes another second, and we can't stop and hold time. And before you know it, you wake up one day and you're behind in your dreams and your bills. So decide that you're going to take some time to work on you, that you deserve that from yourself, that your life deserves some prime time because you are creating your own production.
what is the meaning of life? Or what is the meaning of dying? How do you answer that question? My name is David Hutt. I'm 85 years old. I was born in Sutton in Surrey in 1938. I had numerous jobs as a young man and I landed up eventually as a senior scientific officer working for the Medical Research Council Cancer Research Council and a laboratory at Addenbrooke's Hospital. My outlook on life at the moment is completely alien to when I was a young man. How younger people are going to fare now under the under present situation in the country, I don't know. I fear for them, because the outlook is not necessarily promising, but in many respects quite bleak and totally different from our parents' time and me as a parent, my time. My outlook on life at the present time is not to expect too much because as you get older, you cannot do or set targets for the future because you don't know what's going to be happening. There is an age restriction. However, I intend to try and work until I am 90. And that is purely a personal target that I have set myself. Should I achieve it, I will be quite chuffed to think, right, well, now I can sit down and uh, go to sleep. One has to be optimistic about the future, but it is not a certainty the way things are at present that there are going to be more and more problems more wars, more major disasters. And I think the whole population of the world is going to be shaken up in due course. I'd like to go back 20 odd years, but we can't do that, can we? You've got to go forward. If I could go back 20, 30 years knowing what I know now, I probably would never have done what I have done in my life. I would have had a complete change of direction. I probably would never have lived in England all my life. But then I would have lost out big time. I wouldn't have had the grandchildren I have. I wouldn't have had the wife I've got, who has been my partner, my friend.
Well, if I could go back to see myself at 10 years old, knowing what I know now, I would tell them to think very carefully about their future, what they want to do, and how they treat people. Be a little kinder and a little more understanding. When you grew up in a family home where you hated your father, If I was to go back knowing what I know now, I would probably have more understanding and be able to impart a little more wisdom to that 10-year-old to say, try again, take a different approach to things. A lot of what we do when we're older is based upon your upbringing when you were tiny. Some things you can erase, some aspects you never ever forget. You know, it wasn't a happy childhood. I can't pretend that it was. Some of your past is the past. You don't resurrect the past. Certain aspects of it. Other aspects of your past are happier times. Experiences which you've enjoyed. But then there's the bright side and then the distant dark side you're growing up through. I grew up hating my father as a young lad. I grew to love him when I was older. fear death? Sometimes, yes. Because it's going to happen to everyone at some stage. I believed in God, yes, even as a young lad. I never gave it very much importance. I met my wife and my whole life completely unfolded and reversed. I felt more at peace with myself and my birth family, more understanding, um, all I can say is that my wife has been my backbone. She. She um, put everything I aspired for in perspective with encouragement and 
erasing self-doubt that as a young person when your parent says you're no damn good you never will be any be good sticks and that is something I vowed never ever to say to my children when they were tiny and I never have said the last message I would leave to my children would be endeavour to be kind to one another endeavour to be good in everything you do and certainly not to be envious of what other people may have that you haven't got and believe that there is a better life later on don't dismiss a religious conviction out of hand. What is the meaning of life? Or what is the meaning of dying? Ask me the question again, nearer my time of departure. Connections more physical, level one spiritual, and that's just how my heart is one. Just let my love fall, and love will fall on you. I feel like I got one that I can show mama. She can that twelve inch room, and we still be introduced. But I don't know wrong for baby just spread. My love. I can spend a bit out if you want I can take you places you wanna come I can spend a day in two Cause for you I got time, time, time We ain't gotta ever see the sun I'm in the mood, I need your love I'm a little closer, baby I know she be sending pictures to my phone Not the one she post up in her clothes Now we get nasty in my home Comfortable like panties and no problem She be getting mad when I take to You know I'll be performing, I don't have stage fright I give you head for me, for you in the morning Breaking bags, beds, just how you want Let me get off the phone, swerving lanes like a pro Open door, nothing on, neighbors pee 
give up a shot Yeah, I'm nasty like that Just how you like it, don't hold back I can spend a day if you want I can take your pleasure for the I teach high school English. <laughs> You're like, we know, bitch. We see your cardigan. We, <laughs> we get it. Before I became a teacher, I liked myself. <laughs> I had friends and family. They would tell me I'm cool, that I'm funny. I learned very quickly I'm a dumb bitch. <laughs> I ran into one of my mom's best friends at the grocery store the other day. I like this lady. I like to see her. And the first thing she said to me was, so Liz, tell me what is your absolute favorite thing about teaching? And I felt so bad I had to tell her July. <laughs> she thought I would say the kids are some bullshit, that's just not true. <laughs> I thought we were done talking, she had another question. She was like, well Liz, what do you do that entire summer off. I drink wine between naps, Cheryl. That's what I do. I teach Gen Z, and uh, they're interesting because they'll respect your pronouns, but not you as a person. I asked a kid to put his phone away the other day. He told me he was going to find my house and kill me. I was like, dude, that is wild. <laughs> that you think your teacher can just have a house in LA like that. <laughs> How are you gonna hate me and believe in me at the same time? <laughs> like, don't kill me, make me a vision board, you little shit. Let's manifest. <laughs> As a teacher, I'm a lifelong learner. I love to learn new things. And one thing I learned recently was uh, a teacher can be called down to the principal for discipline. It's not just for children. <laughs> I heard my name over the PA system. I was like, holy shit, I'm getting an award. <laughs> I walked down to the office. My principal was in the doorway awaiting my arrival. His face was red, his veins were popping out. He was visibly upset. Like, this is not how we greet award-winning faculty. 
he was like, look, Blanc, I like you. But I've had parents calling, emailing all day. Five have come up to this office unannounced, wanting to discuss your classroom management. I was like, oh my God, what did I even do? And I still don't know the proper protocol if a fight breaks out in my room. I just know I can't cover my coffee and yell world star. <laughs> it's not appropriate, it's not okay. It's a letter in my file that says so. So just to review, I am a grown ass woman who likes to yell world star as teens are fighting. <laughs> and there are people around who wholeheartedly believe I should carry a gun at work. I'll be the first one to tell you I should not. I know a lot of teachers. I don't know any who want guns. I know a lot who want markers, you know? If I get a school-issued Glock, And I'm still buying my own pencils. <laughs> I'm taking that gun. I'm holding up a Staples. <laughs> I'm getting the shit I need to do my job. <laughs> I read an article that stated teachers are expanding their role to becoming human shields. <laughs> False. We did not volunteer as tribute. <laughs> not dying for anybody's shitty 17-year-old, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm not a monster, I don't teach little kids, okay? 11th grade English, all my kids are like 16 and up. If something were to happen, I'd evacuate with them, I'd walk with them, I'd try to keep them all safe. <laughs> Except for Antonio, he called me a bitch last week, I'm tripping him. <laughs> Just one child left behind, you know? <laughs> Please understand I'm kidding, okay? <laughs> These are jokes. We'll never have a shooting at my school. Don't even have white kids. <laughs> it's not racist, my dad's white. <laughs> I had an older white gentleman follow me to my car after a show. He said to me, young lady, before you talk about white people again, I was like, I'm not gonna tell him, I'm just gonna listen. <laughs> he was like, before you talk about white people again, you need to walk a mile in my shoes. So I bought a pair of plain white New Balance. <laughs> Easiest mile I've ever walked, it was. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Since my first year working for a principal who's younger than me, and I just need to leave before I end up working for someone named Kaylee. <laughs> like, no principal, Kaylee. My classroom is not a vibe. Please leave. <laughs> My principal's a micromanager too, controls everything. He called us all into a meeting the other day and told us we don't use words like kid or student. We call them scholars. 
I was like, all of them. Because <laughs> I got a kid who comes in third period every day and calls the hand sanitizer come repeatedly. <laughs> and I think we can all agree a scholar would call it semen. You know? <laughs> I had a very emotional moment with one of my favorite students the other day. I want to share it with you. Started in the morning, I was crying out in my car like most public school teachers do. <laughs> I had a couple minutes to get in and start teaching first period, but I had ugly crying face, dry mascara, red, super gross. I'm walking toward my classroom door. Favorite kid shuts it, meets me in the hallway. He's like, hey, Ms. B, how are you doing? I'm glad to see you and I'm happy you're here. I was like, oh, dude, I'm always happy to see you. How are you doing? He said, I'm okay, but I can tell my favorite teacher's sad. Then he said to me, cheer up. You're not the fattest bitch on the planet. <laughs> I, too, was in shock. No one told me I was in the running. I had no idea. <laughs> I was like, thank you so much for your compliment. <laughs> I feel like your heart was in the right place. But I know I'm not the fattest bitch on the planet. I met your mom on conference night. It's cool, I'm tenured. Um, I wasn't worried about getting fired. I was just like, oh dang, it's gonna be so weird next time I see her at Lane Bryant. <laughs> I have been trying to better myself. I've been going to a gym. Uh, my gym's called Planet Fitness. Have you heard of it? Oh my God. If you're unaware, Planet Fitness is a very, very fat-friendly gym. Like the only way you can make it more fat-friendly is if you just adjoined it with a golden corral. I went there the other day. The hot guy working the counter offered me pizza. It was pizza day at my gym. <laughs> I was like, no, Chad, no, thank you. I'm here to work out. He was like, no, 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 Liz, Liz. You don't understand. You don't get it. You can take a cheat day. It's all about moderation. I was like, no, 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 Chad. Chad, I don't think you get it. I took a cheat decade. That's why I'm here. <laughs> went to my chosen elliptical, <laughs> wanted to do 45 minutes, was my plan. Five minutes into my workout on the giant TV suspended above me, starts playing my 600 pound life. I know, I was like, Planet Fitness, this is good stuff. This is motivational, I get it. Guys, I went three more minutes. I was like, fuck it, I'm not the fattest bitch on the planet and I left. <laughs> Guys, thank you, you're wonderful.
Begin by getting as cozy as you wish, lovingly closing those miraculous eyes, and dropping in, gathering up all of your awareness to come into this moment with you, 
tuning in to whatever sensations the breath brings. Observing yourself and simply allowing what you observe. As you invite muscles in forehead and face to relax. Letting shoulders relax. And now taking three long, slow, deep breaths at your own pace. Whenever it is that you reach the bottom of that third deep exhalation, just invite the breath to return to whatever feels best as you feel yourself more centered and here right now, connected to yourself and the beautiful, miraculous gift that you are. Begin to sense or imagine a pink light wrapping you up in unconditional love. Trusting how it feels. Appreciating this loving energy wrapping you up. Using your imagination to pretend and allow yourself to experience this light as an aspect of you, loving on you. Nurturing you. Caring for you. Feel how that unconditional loving light wrapped around you seems to grow brighter and warmer. As if you can feel yourself loving on yourself. 
feeling what a miracle you are. What a gift you truly be to this planet. And feel how those aspects of you begin to come to life. And always have and always will. Beyond time, beyond space. An energy that feels like the greatest love that ever existed and the greatest miracles all combined into one. Stay in the gentle, easy energy, letting it be as natural as breathing. Your imagination sees light everywhere now. Trust the colors you see and feel your body as light. merged as one being of light. Feeling how loved you are. Matching that unconditional, miraculous energy. Spend a few breaths just relaxing into this. Not needing to do or change anything, just letting yourself be in the awareness of this.
Feel that warm, loving gratitude within and all around you. So as you bring your awareness back to this time and space, feeling your body and the points of contact beneath you, noticing any sensations on your skin, Letting yourself feel that you are here right now in your physical form, still connected deeply to this unconditional love. It is natural, just as natural as the air you're breathing. Carry that love with you as you very slowly blink your beautiful eyes open back to the world around you. For no reason, throw us off. They forgot I was seasoned in the seat and for a block full of heathens. Lost in your thoughts, so your heart is deceiving. I can see you blaming God for your bleeding, telling everybody where we're God when I need him. If you were breathing when you woke him, and you blessed, man. He ain't leave you in the middle of your mess, man. Copycat, come around and try to mimic us. You ain't got no oil in your life when you minister. You don't pray, don't read, ain't no sacrifice. So it's okay for me to say you just rapping right. In the hall of cap, that's a lot of cap. They don't call you back, boy. Now you falling back. How you fall up in the church like you all of that? Fake tongues ain't tongues. What you calling that? I got a language up in heaven, it's an utterance. New covenant, yeah, new government. Christ came, conquered death, then he done with it. It's how we say for eternal punishment. Got me feeling like a brand new BMW. Preaching off of Cali, bring it back to DFW. Say my father ain't got love for you For God love the world, man He sent his only son for you Cloud chasers always want a viral video You don't read your Bible while your Bible in your video And cloud chaser always flexing for the internet I don't even follow you cause I ain't even in it I preach the gospel, not the gossip or the disrespect Get up out my face, boy, your breath smell like cigarette It's the blood, man, the blood took the sin from me I ain't got my twin with me, but I got my twin with me Yo, ain't free and forgiven Tell him Free and forgiven, yo, ain't free and forgiven, man. I'm free and forgiven, yo, free and forgiven, look, uh, free and forgiven. Tell them free and forgiven, man. I'm free and forgiven. If you're free and forgiven, say free and forgiven. Free 
and forgive it. Kingdom music back together though. Never been a paper chaser. Boy, I'm on a better road. Some of you like Peter Pan. I don't see you ever grow. Oil on me head to toe, cause man, don't live on bread alone. I ain't done enough for him. Never get my set alone. My brother's been forgiven too. He ain't pay my debt alone. I ain't gotta worry about him leaving. Love is set in stone. Stomping on the devil's throne. Jesus brought this rebel home. I took a break, felt like the eyes left me alone again. What you think I wasn't gonna get back up in my zone again? You gonna get these raps for some years? I barely honed it in. Overcomer, breakthrough lyrics, boy, I flow to win. Hey, who you messing with? A Cali Heverkin. Hit up Sonny, hit up Steven, that's my brethren. Learn from the ghost, you gotta burn all the boats. That's why it's Jesus till I die. Look, I don't got no other plan. Yo, hey, free and forgiven. Tell him, free and forgiven. Yo, hey, free and forgiven. Man, I'm free and forgiven. Yo, free and forgiven. Look, uh, free and forgiven. Tell him, free and forgiven. Man, I'm free and forgiven. If you're free and forgiven, say free and forgiven. Yeah, and we free and forgiven. What you in bondage for? The Father really need living, so what you blinded for? Plus, we free in the spirit, so what you hiding for? You say the living word ain't living, but ain't applied though. The Father save you from tripping, so what you quiet for? Keeping God locked in your noggin ain't what your mind is for. I'ma speak the word of my Father till it's my time to go. The Holy Spirit running his body, don't test my cardio. Dwelling inside of the Father, really the best place. Stay a step ahead of the enemy, yelling check. Mate. Got the Father's word in my heart and blood as a chest plate Holy Spirit keep me accountable knowing my breath stink Stay in the presence of God cause that's where the Spirit lives This holy fire inside us, that's what the Spirit did And know you free and forgiving, that's what the Spirit gives So seek the will of God in your life and know that you Spirit feel Yo, hey free and forgiven Tell him, free and forgiven Yo, hey free and forgiven Man, I'm free and forgiven Yo, free and forgiven Look, uh, free and forgiven Tell them free and forgiven. Man, I'm free and forgiven. If you're free and forgiven, say free and forgiven. You're free and forgiven. Forgiveness is freedom. 431, 32, I'll be feeding. Plead the blood of Jesus over you and your legion. Keep them retros on the throat of a demon. They're saying they're leaders by the cheater, they're a copycat. Look at who and hold you heard me. Copy that. I would never let a devil play me. You need to be more like Jesus, not KG. Jesus came down, blueprint, no Jay Z. You're dancing dirty with the devil, young Pat Swayze. Check your heart posture, partner. You may be going down the wrong road, misery. Can't sit, you heard that punchline. Sit up, this is crunch time. Hungry like a lunch line. It only take one time for you to get touched by the spirit, then it's over with. High off your own self, but gotta get you sober quick. Yo, ain't free and forgiven. Tell him, free and forgiven. Yo, hey, free and forgiven. Man, I'm free and forgiven. Yo, free and forgiven. Look, uh, free and forgiven. Tell him, free and forgiven. Man, I'm free and forgiven. If you're free and forgiven, say free and forgiven. Don't press another button. Don't do nothing. Look, check this out. I just want to tell y'all thank you. Thank you for consistently coming on and listening to me ramble. But no, nah, man, like the family here at the Positive Energy Generation family, man, we really put in work to continue to help uplift you, to continue to push you towards your passion. Because the one thing we want you guys to know is that you're never alone. And the main thing we want you guys to know, too, that you're not just a number. Your voice matters and your voice needs to be heard. So whatever you're thinking about right now, 
that you want to do, you want to start, you want to finish, go ahead and do it. You never know. This is your time to shine. Your time to shine. Don't let nobody tell you can't do it. Don't share your insightful thoughts and your intrusive thoughts and how you really feel and your goals. Don't share that with your friends because you don't know who over there going to kill it. You never know. You keep it to yourself. You go do it and you put it out there into the world. You may not know how to get it to, 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 uh, to start. You may not know all the pieces right now, but go figure it out. You got YouTube, you got Google, you got this thing called the internet. You can literally search up anything and figure out how to do it. You know what I'm saying? So go check it out. Go figure out the steps to starting and pursue your dreams, pursue your passion, start that career, whatever it is, man. We thank y'all for coming on to the podcast to show love, becoming part of the family. Make sure you guys go check out www.pegstyles.com. That's P-E-G-Styles, S-T-Y-L-E-S. Dot com. Go check it out. Get you some positive affirmation merch. Surround yourself with positivity. Put it out in the world so the world can give it back and continue to believe in yourself. You know what I'm saying? So the biggest thing in the world that I want y'all to tell you that doubt will kill any any dream. You know what I'm saying? That's to me too. Doubt will kill any dream. But if you push past doubt, if you push past that fear, there's something beautiful on the other side. The grass is green on the other side. This side was meant for you. Alright, so it may seem like you crazy right now, but in a couple years you're not gonna be looking too crazy, okay? You're gonna be looking at your reality that's that has transformed into your dreams. So go be great. I love you guys today. I love you tomorrow. If nobody told y'all that today, nobody told you that yesterday, and nobody don't even tell you that tomorrow. Know that I love you, know that the PEG podcast love you, know that the family here at the PEG podcast and the PEG family love you that's positive energy generation because we that for life y'all we choosing the positivity the all the negative and i'm gonna say this just because we positive don't mean we we don't mean we pussy it don't mean we won't we won't turn that that notch up a little bit it just mean we're choosing the positivity because there's so much more in the world than negative let's get it yeah man you already know what i'm saying <laughs> let's go man i love y'all let's go man go get it Thank mm-hmm. you.